The call for proposals for Voice Summit 2020 is available now. Having the opportunity to speak at Voice Summit will be highly competitive this year. So if you'd like the chance to be a speaker at this year's event, fill out the form at voicesummit.ai and click on Apply to Speak. Proposals are only open until January 31st, so be sure to get yours in now. That's voicesummit.ai and click on Apply to Speak. Dr. Neil Desai is the co-founder of MedFlashGo. You'll hear him talk about how voice technology is saving his son's life and how he found a need in the medical community to help medical students save time, be less stressed, and pass their exams with voice. Hi, Inside Voice podcast listeners. This is your co-host, Kerry Roberts. And today, my guest is Dr. Neil Desai, a family doctor and the co-founder and CMO of MedFlashGo and DentalFlashGo. Welcome, Neil. Thanks for being here. Thanks, Carrie. Glad to be here. So you've been practicing medicine for about 15 years. What got you interested in medicine in the first place? So I come from a medical family and my parents are both physicians and almost half of, I'd say over half of my families are in the medical field. Uh, They're pretty much all, we joke that we could probably make our own HMO or PPO. It was just kind of like growing in within family. It was more like, this is pretty much what it was kind of expected. But at the same time, it was something that I did find interest in uh, helping people and, and also science and also education, just kind of being a teacher. I'm the oldest brother. And so that came naturally to me, kind of guiding and teaching in the younger generation. That's kind of one of my passions too. I love that. And I had found you on Twitter because I saw you had posted a video with your son using voice technology. And I wanted to share your story. And your son has OI. Can you tell us about what that is and what his struggles are and how voice is helping him live a better life? Yeah, exactly. So for those that don't know, OI or osteogenesis imperfecta is it's basically, it's commonly referred to as brittle bone disease, which causes hip bones to fracture with minimal to no trauma. But it's really more of a structural kind of a connective tissue problem. So it really affects multiple areas of his health. So one of the things that I'm very passionate about is educating the general medical public about his condition because it's so rare. And even the medical community doesn't see much of it. Even I didn't see much of it when he was diagnosed with it. And one of the things that uh, we found that was very helpful was certain like modern day technology. So especially things like voice technology. So one of the things that it does help is, for example, with it can affect his physical, if he falls or fractures, we have like a lot of like these speakers, these smart assistant speakers in the home. So if he falls, if he needs help, he can kind of communicate through that way. Another way is like to kind of turn on rooms like lights or appliance or like TVs or things like that, or turn off the lights, or it just kind of helps because he is a little shorter stature, but this kind of helps for those kind of had to be adaptive in those kind of situations. And I know you personally, because you're a co-founder, have also created two voice skills. Can you tell us about them and where the idea came from and what they're about? Right. One of the things that I also do as a family doctor is I teach medical students, University of Cincinnati and University of Kentucky, first and second year medical students. So And one of my co-founders also teaches medical students as well. And one of the things that we're very passionate about is medical education. And this came about from actually kind of hanging out with my son one day. He was actually doing a skill on Alexa where he was was just asking him state capitals. And I got the idea. I was like, huh, 
Alexa can ask like state capitals. I wonder if you could do that for more complex learning material, like medical board questions and medical exam questions. So we got looking into that and we asked that question. So we started kind of looking for some developers a couple of years ago, found a developer team out in California, which actually turned out to be from the same hometown as my co-founder and uh, Dr. Taylor Brown. And we ended up kind of eventually, long story short, over the last year, year and a half, we created the first skill was MedFlashCode. So basically a medical test exam question bank for medical board questions and medical exams. And we're also in the process of creating like dental exams, question banks. And a third one is also under production as well. And so do you have people using this? What has been their feedback? Has it helped them pass the exam? What's kind of been the feedback and the success so far? Right. So it's really early. We haven't really started. Like we just kind of released in April and we are just kind of doing like the final kind of quality checks this week, actually. And now the board exam prep season is going to be start going into high gear over the next three, four months. This is when we're going to start really kind of marketing it more and um, kind of promoting it in medical schools. But we've shown it to medical students so far. We've had a good positive response to it so far. So it's still very early in the process. But this is kind of where we're laying the foundation over the next couple of years here. Did you find that this also came from the fact that medical students were needing this, that they needed someone to ask them questions and that it helped them maybe comprehend certain things better? Yeah, this was more from the medical students' biggest problems. So the problem that we're solving with medical students is that they have no time. They're under a lot of stress. And they're also have like a lot of financial couple of things is one of the things that we want to do. It was we're marking it as like a supplement during downtime to save them time. Like, so it's not a primary learning source. It's more a supplemental thing, like in the car or kind of like taking a dog for a walk or kind of doing the laundry or preparing dinner. So it's kind of like, get those couple extra questions in. And the other thing is also, it's using the voice instead of like a lot of times, students today, they get like eyes, they're in front of screens all day. So this kind of lets them do other things and not kind of like one of my co-founders said, one of the big things for him when he was studying for boards was his eyes got really tired and strained. So this kind of rests their eyes and this allows them to kind of rest your eyes and do other things and study at the same time. So it's, it's kind of that marketing is basically to do it during downtime to save some time, get a few questions and learning on the go, basically. Now, where did you first learn about voice? Because now you're building skills and you it's a huge deal for your son to be using every day. But where did you kind of first hear about this? So it's kind of interesting. It was a couple of years ago, we just had a couple of these speakers and then it was or, or these assistants. And it was one of those things that we had started about, let's see, about three years ago, we had started a podcast actually about called The Happy Doc about like, basically it was my co-founder started about, he was becoming like a burnt out medical student. It was basically about like burnout and just physician kind of burnout and preventing burnout in, in the medical space. So we tried and doing that podcast for the last couple of years, we kind of figured out one of our taglines was it's the voice of fulfilled physicians. And then we kind of learned about through, we got introduced to like, how do we expand our reach? And one of the things was voice skills. We learned from like, we learned about it through Gary Vaynerchuk and he was a big influencer in the space. So learn about voice skills. And that's kind of that intersection of education, podcasting, and these voice kind of skills kind of it just seemed like the next step in the evolution of where we wanted to educate the medical public and how to be healthier, how to be more educated, as well as kind of taking on a lot of what's going on in the healthcare space right now. And from you know your personal life to professional life, 
how has voice impacted you and those around you? And how do you think it's going to help others in the future? Right. For me, it's been a great like creative project. One of the things that it's allowed me to introduce, kind of listen to your podcast and other podcasts like in the voice space also, like to see what's possible for healthcare. Because just personally, and to widen the lens a little bit, I got burnt out a couple of years ago with electronic health records. But with voice and seeing the implications of what this means for voice technology and like electronic health records and how it's going to impact healthcare and how healthcare is delivered and received, that was really exciting for me. And it kind of gave me a lot of motivation to get involved in this space. So that's been really exciting for me because I wanted to be involved at the earliest levels with educating the next generation of physicians. And that's kind of been very rewarding to build these new things and be part of that. As far as personal, I think part of it's also just convenience, kind of things like just saving some time or uh, reminders, you know, just kind of reminding just schedules, kind of more practical things, or that's how I would say, yeah, pretty much. Yeah. And do you see yourself creating any skills that would benefit people like your son or you like to focus more on the medical community and the potential doctors coming up? So yeah, I think that's long term. Yeah, I could see that. That is one of the long terms because, you know, I've been one of the things that I've done with him is like using like technology to kind of help with this kind of rare condition. So I could see definitely be long term kind of developing those type of things. I think right now the focus is more on education and doctors and and the education space. But I think that's a long term goal. Yeah, definitely. Now, if people want to learn more about anything we spoke about or connect with you, where can they do that? Yeah, so they can just uh, search out where I'm on Twitter, uh, D-R-N-E-E-L. 1973 at Dr. Neil1973 or LinkedIn. I'm all over social media. Also the Happy Doc podcast, as well as Med Flash Go. Those are our channels. So any of those, you'll see us all over. Perfect. And the last question we like to ask on this show to help promote voice in general is what is a current flash briefing or voice skill or experience that you are using and enjoying right now? So I got to give props to my colleague, Dr. Terry Fisher. So he's, everyone pretty much knows him in the voice community. Lexan in Canada, the daily skill, he's always kept me updated on things. And that's when I always listen to him. He keeps me informed. Wonderful. Well, thank you so much for sharing your story. And I love that, you know, your creation of voice skills is coming out of a need personally and professionally and hearing how it's helping you in your home life with your son and these medical students just shows the importance of what voice can do. So thank you so much, Neil. Thanks, Gary. Really appreciate it. Love your podcast. Thank you for listening to the Inside Voice podcast. We greatly appreciate you being a part of our community. And if you enjoyed this episode or you like the podcast, we would love it if you would subscribe, follow, like, share, leave a review of the show. If you have any questions, comments, feedback, people you want to see on the show, things you want to learn, feel free to send us an email at kerry at That's K-E-R-I at M-O-D-E-V.com. And be sure to check us out online at voicesummit.ai. Thank you, and we look forward to chatting with you next week.